Hey, this is Robert Gibson of the Rock and Roll Express. When I'm around, I listen to the Double Dropkick Show. Hey. Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Double Drop Kick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. This is it. This eight-month journey. We have come to the end of the second annual Ultimate Fantasy Wrestling Tournament. We were so enthralled with this. We have determined to finish these episodes before we go eat. And so we may rush through this pretty fast, even though... Hey. All right. <laughs> Actually, we got a story to tell. It's Madison Square Garden. It is the finals. Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker and a third place match and a tremendous undercard you won't find anywhere else. You're not going to hear fantasy booking like this on any other podcast simply because they have heard our version and they know they can't outdo it. Uh, if you go to DoubleDropKick.com in the show notes, you can go back, and I encourage you to listen to all of these episodes, because if you just catch the end, you're not going to, if you just listen to the finals, you're not going to know how we got here. You're not going to know the story. You're not going to feel the emotion and the passion of WrestleMania. So here we go. Opening match. Special stipulation. It's a ladder match. Mm-hmm. The winner of this match gets an automatic bid into the field of 64 in the third annual tournament in 2019. Here are our competitors, seven men. CM Punk, Owen Hart, Edge, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Ricochet, and Yokozuna (laughs) in this ladder match to get – they skip the prelim- skip the preliminaries and get to the field of sixty four. Mark, lay this out for me. I think you you know when I suggested we put Yokozuna yes. as that last man, you had a good idea that I mean Yokozuna ain't climbing any ladders, right? You know, let's let's face it. Um, so what does he do? He spends his time destroying ladders. Yes, trying to come up with a way that he can get it down. Yeah, maybe he's got a cherry picker. Yeah. <laughs> that he can figure out how to use the bucket to get himself raised up there. Um, so, you know, you're figuring, how's Yokozuna going to do this? Well, he's not going to do it. They yeah. Finally, I figure all these competitors finally get tired yeah. of Yokozuna. So they all gang up on him. Yeah. They all beat him down. He's laid out on the mat. And one by one, instead of climbing up to grab the belt, they've decided. Wait, who's our – CM Punk, Owen Hart, Edge, the Hardys, and Ricochet. So they have all decided, in lieu of grabbing the belt, we have got to stop Yokozuna. And they take turns climbing to the top of the rope, to the top of the ladder, and diving off and hitting a move. We got Hardys hitting leg drops. We got CM Punk hitting elbows. Yeah. We got Jeff Hardy hitting the senton. Boom, boom, boom. And they're all taking a turn climbing to the top of that ladder. And diving off on Yokozuna until the ultimate opportunist, Edge, takes his time. He looks around. He he double crosses everybody. He grabs the briefcase. And the ultimate opportunist, Edge, takes home the win. And they were down to the last ladder because Yokozuna had had destroyed destroyed them all. Bonsai dropped them, smashed them. Uh 
Yeah. Oh, dude, as you were talking about that, I just saw that play out in my mind. You can just see Edge, and he's going up, and he's looking around, and then he just looks up. That's great, man. It's logical. I love it. Our second match on the card, a little bit different than the first one. And when you said this match, what did I said like – I think you went – Yeah, I went – G. Willikers, Mark, <laughs> something stupid. Shut up. Uh, it is Vader – Versus Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah, man. Tell me you don't want to see that. I want to see it. That's a slugfest. It may even be ugly. This ain't all going to be pretty. Yeah. It's going to be two big boys beating each other. (laughs) Yeah. They may not leave their feet until the pinfall. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they do leave leave their feet. I mean, you got Vader trying to hit the Vader bomb on Braun Strowman. That's not going to work. Braun Strowman's so strong. And Vader's so big. Hey, Vader's so big. And and Stroma's just so strong and so tough. But I think ultimately at the end of the day, Vader hits the big Vader bomb. Or not the, the you know, in the corner. Yeah. Not the not the, the power bomb. Right. The Vader bomb from the corner. Maybe he's even got to pull out the moonsault. Yeah, I think he's got to pull out the moonsault. Hits the moonsault, then he hits the Vader bomb in the corner. Big man Vader. Defeats Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. That's going to be great. And it's a match in such a way that even though Strowman loses, the murmur in the crowd is he's got a shot next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got again, dream match galore John Cena versus Okada. Yeah, man. These are just two guys who kind of are the. You know, a lot of people would say that Okada's kind of the John Cena of yes. of, of New Japan. Uh, so it, it, that match is what it is. It it builds up to that big move after big move, false finish after false finish, kick out after kick out. And uh, John Cena, finally with the F5, he gets the win. The F5? I mean the FU, whatever he calls that. What is that called now? The Attitude. Attitude Adjust. The AA, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the FU for a long time. It, you should just be called a fireman's carry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's again, man. It's going to be a great match, and I think leading up to this match, you got all these Cena haters who Cena can't wrestle, Cena sucks, and Okada brings as Cena does. He's big uh-huh. match master. And Okada brings something out in Cena we haven't seen. Maybe a little bit of technical stuff. Mm-hmm. And John Cena wins, earns newfound respect from the fans. No, he will not. Okay. Let me just go ahead and tell All right. you. Not these fans. They're not going to – not the people that watch it today. They're well, this is true. newfound respect. Uh, but John Cena. They're going to continue to gripe about – Every little thing. Every little thing online and think, <laughs> and think they've made a difference. <laughs> as Roman Reigns defeats Brock Lesnar for the title at SummerSlam, they'll begin to think, boy, right. we showed Vance. Well, we're, Actually, I hope that, you know, I got an idea what I would do with that. Well, we're so, recording yeah. this before SummerSlam. It's probably coming out around Survivor Series. Oh, so. yeah, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. I would have, like, if it was me, and I'll just say it now, I don't think it's going to play out. I think yeah. Um, I would have him beat Reigns again. 
Yeah. And then have him come on Monday Night Raw and say, that's it, I'm leaving and I'm going to the UFC and there's nothing anybody can do about it. And then Strowman comes out with the briefcase because Lesnar hadn't had a match on Raw. Right. At all. Yeah. So what better way to get a rating to say, no, tonight, I'm, I want to face you for the – yeah, and you don't, and he doesn't have a choice about it because he's got the briefcase. And then I'd have Strowman beat him on Raw and pop a rating. But, there you uh, go. There you go. All right. Well, maybe we're recording this on August the sixteenth in the year of our Lord. Um. So next now. Of our three cards we've done, there's 18 matches. This next match was the only one I had any input in. Uh, the Mega Powers, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage taking on the Texas Outlaws, Dick Murdoch and Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, that was all you, man. That was all your match. So how does it go? I think you know Dusty Rhodes is mad from that beating he got from Lesnar, and we're seeing uh, we're seeing Dusty Rhodes and Dick Murdoch cheating. We're seeing the side of them that that we have not, especially aside from Dusty Rhodes, and I think they're beating up on Macho Man, beating up on Macho Man until finally Hogan gets that hot tag, and it's what we all expect. Boom, boom, boom. He leg drops Dusty Rhodes while Randy Savage comes off with an elbow on Dick Murdoch. One, two, three, and crowd there goes go. nuts. It's not that hard. <laughs> Yeah, that's an easy one to send them home happy with. Right, right. Then we've got our third place match. Uh, these two men, I don't. I'm sure they. I know they cross paths, and there wouldn't be a Steve Austin without a Doctor Death Steve Williams. That's right. Uh, you, would you mind sharing that story with our fans that may not know the story? Uh, Dutch Mantel. He was. Steve Austin was showed up to wrestle one night, and they said, what's your name? He said, Steve Williams. He said, nope, there's already a Steve Williams. Come up with something else. And he couldn't, and Dutch Mantell walked back and said, all right, we're going to go with Steve Austin. And um, Austin said, you mean like the $6 million man? And he said, not by looking at you. It ain't no $6 million <laughs> man. It's about the $6 man. And that was, that was history made in the locker room in Memphis by Dutch Mantell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dutch Mantell, underrated mind in this industry. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Dr. Death Steve Williams. Stone Cold Stunner, one, two, three. Stone Cold Stunner. And you got to get that back over. Yeah, that's right. Such a good finish. Um, and it's one of the top finishes ever. And you just had somebody kick out of it. So yeah. you need to have him. You need to reestablish it as as the guy that, that went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Lesnar real strong and almost beat Lesnar so for Steve Austin to – you got to get him because he's still your big one of your big stars. That's right. So you got to get him back over, and you got to get him back over strong. And I would say of these final four, Doctor uh, Death Steve Williams. If you had told me at the beginning, hey, this guy's going to be in your final four, I'd be like, what? See, it wouldn't have surprised me at all because he was such a big star in Japan, right. and this was the match. Right. WWF had intended this match. Yeah. The brawl for all derailed all that when, when Williams got hurt. Right, right. Um, it was, you know, that was, a, as everybody knows. What that was, was the injury that he sustained? Uh, it was, was like it a, a hamstring tear. Oh, that's something. right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, he, he went down. Bart Gunn was just nobody was expecting Bart Gunn, I don't think, to be as yeah. they were. They wouldn't have put him in there. Right. Um, but 
Dr. Death tripped up or something in, in the match that he had with him. Yeah. And that may be why he, if that had been, um, you know, Dan Severn wouldn't do it because of the gloves. Right. Um, and I think if they had, if they had treated that a little different, if those guys could have grappled with their hand, that wouldn't have ended the way it ended. No. With Bart Gunn winning. That would have been no. probably Steve Williams. Yeah. Probably. It was designed for him. Right. It was set up to get him over and, and it was to set up. He's this legitimate tough guy. And now he's going after Steve Austin. Yeah. That was from what I've always understood. That was the plan. Right. And I think Pritchard even talked about it on his show. That, right. Yeah. That was kind of what they thought was going to happen. I mean, everybody was pretty much figuring yeah. Williams is going to run up, but they put those gloves on everybody and that even the playing field. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so Steve Austin gets the win, and here we are now, our finals, Madison Square Garden. It is Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker in the finals. So you had Taker, as we've said, he's beat Mitsuhiro Masawa. He's beat Hulk Hogan. He's beat Ric Flair. He's beat Steve Austin. And now he's standing across the ring with the one guy mm. in his career whose number he's never been able to come up with. Yeah. Every time they faced one another, even though he he may have won a match here or there. Right. Brock Lesnar has always held the key yeah. to defeating The Undertaker. So he's run up against now the one guy. Right. That he doesn't have a game plan for. And the one guy whose game plan is essentially to just beat you down mm. till you can't c compete any longer. Right. And that's what happened. And Brock Lesnar seeks and destroys The Undertaker. And he beats him. And he beats him. And he suplexes him. And he F5s him. And it's over. And The Undertaker kicks out of that F5. Mm. And Brock Lesnar picks him up and he suplexes him again. And he hits him with another F5. And he kicks out again because the Undertaker's on a mission now. Yes. And he picks him up and he F5s him again. And he beats the Undertaker. One, two, three. Because that's who Brock Lesnar is. Oh, my. And he doesn't care that you don't like the booking. Right. And he doesn't care that I don't like the booking. Yeah. Because that's who Brock Lesnar is. And as Mick Foley said, that's why he was the perfect man to end the streak. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't care that we don't like it. Yeah. I'm in shock here. I'm in shock. As I've never been in shock here before in 230 plus episodes. Brock Lesnar. That's brilliant. I, I'm sitting here. I am I'm in awe of your storytelling <coughs> ability of telling the story, and we think we're going to get some. That's, nobody does that in wrestling anymore. Everybody gets so afraid. Right. That people are going to go on. Well, I don't even know that they are afraid. I, I don't think Vince McMahon's afraid that people are going to go on Twitter and gripe right. and complain. Right. If, I mean, geez, they're doing that, and he ain't seem to be paying no attention. Right, right. I don't think they care. I think the independent guys probably care. Yeah, Triple yeah. H doesn't care. Right, right. I think. 
Undertaker doesn't care. Brock Lesnar surely doesn't care. Right. What people think. He's a businessman. He's, all he's worried about is did the check clear. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I will say this about Lesnar. <clears throat> I remember making a statement one time. I bet if they ask Lesnar to go out and put um, James Ellsworth over in 30 seconds, he would ask if the check cleared. Yeah. And I was wrong about that. Really? Yeah. Because he told them he wasn't doing the match with Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Because mm. he, was, he was not going to sell for it. Essentially, nobody will believe that. So he cares a little more than I think people think. He I think Brock Lesnar knows. He cares about making sure Brock Lesnar looks strong. Right. And I think he knows. And, and, and he's earned this. Brock Lesnar's the most believable guy. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And, uh, He is the most believable guy, and why wouldn't you? That's his. That's his selling point. Yeah. So why wouldn't you protect that? Right. And and, and that's in WWE's best interest. Mm -hmm. But it made sense for him to do that with Goldberg. Yeah, because Goldberg's a full grown man. <laughs> no, that's true. Goldberg looks like he could win a fight. Right. Uh. So there you have it, fans. I feel like the rug has been pulled out from under me. Brock Lesnar defeats The Undertaker after multiple F5s. And this quest that The Undertaker has been on is over. Is over. He has come up short. This year-long quest to vanquish the demons and he has the opportunity to vanquish the ultimate demon of his entire career, and he fails to do so. And Brock Lesnar, with the booze cascading from the cheap seats in Madison Square Garden, like they did at WrestleMania 20, the crowd disgusted. And Mark Whitman catching all the heat, and he doesn't care either, and that's why Mark Whitman and Brock Lesnar would be best friends because <laughs> Mark Whitman doesn't care about your cards and letters. He doesn't care about your tweets because he knows that people, more people are going to be talking about the Lesnar win than they would have an undertaker win. And more people are now going to pay more money to see the undertaker feud with Lesnar and show up and try to get that win. Because now, Due to our stipulations, Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker must face each other in the first round yes. of the tournament next year. Mm -hmm. So already going into next year, we know in the final 64, it's Lesnar and The Undertaker in the first round. And Edge also gets to skip the prelims and due Mark, to his and, and And me sitting here reminding you, most people in wrestling today are afraid to play the long game. Right. And tell the long three or four year story. Yes. But don't think you know how this is going to end. Right. Uh, yeah, because this, you know, this is just a second tournament. We Mark's got 10 of these booked through 2017. Uh, 2027. <laughs> through 2017. <laughs> um, so, hey, 
Let's run through the card again. Madison Square Garden, a sellout. Sold out in 12 and a half minutes. Edge won a ladder match to get into next year's tournament. Vader defeated Braun Strowman. John Cena defeated Okada. Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan defeated Dick Murdoch and Dusty Rhodes. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Dr. Death Steve Williams. And in the finals of the second annual Ultimate Fantasy Wrestling Tournament, it was Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar defeating The Undertaker. How long? Can I ask you this? Mm-hmm. How long did you know that that's what it was? Because it's a blind draw. Like, it's not like you could sit down at the beginning of the tournament and say, this is my finals. But at what point, because I'm sitting here looking at this bracket, at what point did you know this is where I'm heading? Can I ask you that? You can ask. Can I ask you off the record? Huh? I mean, when we start recording, you'll t- like, but this was completely different than last year. I knew after Undertaker beat Hogan. Yeah. In the quarterfinals. Yeah. And I knew Lesnar was going to the finals. Yeah. Because I, I knew the side that he had. Yeah. And I, look, I could look down through here. Because I'm just going to list everybody else off. Yeah. So you had Lesnar on the same side as Luger. HBK probably would have had a good – well, they had a, they faced each other. Uh, the other people on that side, Steamboat, Regal, Bossman, Muda, one right. of the only other guys that I would put in his class. Orton, Booker T, Taz, Finn Balor, Bret Hart, um, who I would say is in his league, Dusty, Nakamura, Anoki, Punk, Blackjack Mulligan, Dr. Death, and I wanted to have a Dr. Death Brock Lesnar match because I yeah. thought that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, Ziggler, <laughs> I mean, come on. He really believes Ziggler's going to beat. Right. Brock Lesnar, Owen Hart, Dick Murdoch, you know, uh, Jumbo Saruta. Yeah. Have a good match. Goldberg, obviously, Randy Savage. Kabashi um, would have been good with Lesnar. Joe Vader. I actually considered Vader versus Lesnar for the finals. Yeah. Um, that was. A, but they were on the same side of the. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, the final for their. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, all, gotcha. Was, but I just thought Eddie getting a win over Vader would be a bigger deal right, than right. Vader beating beating Eddie because Eddie and Savage is going to be a better match than yeah. um, like, so a lot of that yeah I just thought Eddie versus Savage would be a better match than Vader versus Savage yeah and, and I didn't want to put Vader over Savage yeah because um, even in my fake world I just think there's a pecking order right no you there is I mean? but then like on the other side where you, you, you had Hogan Flair Cena Cena Austin Triple H. Triple H. Like, that that side was stacked. Yeah. So, there was, like, had Lesnar been on that side, I might could have played with it a little bit more. Right. But for the for the brackets that he was in, like, I just didn't think anybody. Yeah. Dusty's a bigger draw. Right. Um, Bret Hart's arguably a better technical wrestler. Yeah. But other than that, right. Kobashi is, is a great wrestler. Right. Um, so that so I knew Lesnar. Yeah. And then I knew Taker <clears throat> after he like I said, after Undertaker beat Hogan and yeah. had to face had to face Flair. Yeah. Then I looked at Cena and, and Austin and said, Okay, well now I can set him up to face Austin. So like it was gonna be a run of those three top names. Yeah. So I knew that and I knew that would be a good story. Uh and then the Lesnar Undertaker story. We're assuming in this everything is already 
still he's the guy who ended the streak. Yeah. He's the guy that Undertaker couldn't beat and when he came back yeah. after the streak. So I figured all that into it, saying, Well that stuff will still exist in our little fantasy world here. Yeah. So it tells itself. The story yeah. tells itself. Yeah, and that's and that hap- that's most of the time. If you if you get get it right, the story will tell. Mm-hmm. Itself, it's so it's a lot easier. So, but I'll be honest with you, I didn't know Lesnar was going over till about two seconds before it came out of my mouth. Right, because I didn't think about it. Yeah, I wanted to think about it in the moment. Yeah, and I just ran through what makes sense logically, like what makes sense here, and it would be, and if he hits Undertaker with three F fives, like it has to be over. Yeah, that there's no way that the Undertaker he can kick out a one. Right. He might kick out of two because he did. That was kind yeah. of basically. I just redid the WrestleMania. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, but that's how I came up with it. Well, thank you, thank you, sir. Well, that is it. Brock Lesnar wins the second annual Ultimate Fantasy Wrestling Tournament again. If you're trying to figure out how we get here, listen. You can and, go back. Yeah, let me stop you. And I always think that booking a strong heel leads people to pay money to see them get beat. Yes. More than having a baby face trying to defend against a heel. Right. So to have a good, strong heel in Brock Lesnar and then to have Undertaker challenge him to some matches after the tournament. Yeah. To make money. Again, they got to face off first round next year, and I'm interested to see where where we go with that. Uh, Can Undertaker, does Brock Lesnar have his number? Does Undertaker do all of this again? Can he? Can he? Do that again. Oh, yes. Maybe Brock Lesnar gets lucky and he draws. Or I'm sorry, maybe Undertaker. I mean, he's got to beat Lesnar just right. to make it to the tournament. But then maybe after that, he gets a tear where he faces, you know, Jeff Hardy and right. CM Punk and right. who, uh, you know, whoever else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy stuff, man. Well, listen, it's DoubleDropKick.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you can find great podcasts is where you can download us. You can right there in the uh, iPhone podcast app, you can give us a five-star rating and review. They would let you give us six stars, but, you know. They, at some you, point, you gotta, there's got to be a cap. Got to be a cap. And we're capped at five stars because it wouldn't be fair. Wouldn't be fair to all the other shows out there. So leave us a rating. Oh, well, what I'm looking forward to is iTunes, like – 15 or 20 years from now going, no, no, you could always get a six or seven. <laughs> it's just that, uh, you know, nothing's been that good before. If any podcast. What a crock. <laughs> He's the greatest worker he in the history a, of our yeah, business. He is great, man. He's great. He's, you know, as of today, this will be months old by now. Right. Upset the Twitter world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Because Lord forbid. <laughs> hey. Thank you for listening to the Double Dropkick Show. We are moving right along. We're going to get some lunch right now. But as always, for this show, the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.